Hello, and welcome to another special end-of-year episode of Grumpy Old Gay Men and Their Dogs. I'm Patrick Finn, and I'm here with the ever-lovely Tommy <laughs> Gibbons. Hey, bitches. Ever-lovely bitches. Ever-lovely. <laughs> Bam! Face first. Ever-lovely. I'll work on a better Please, adjective for next episode, okay. okay? It's hard. It must be hard when you're looking up birthdays from the 16th century. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Hi. Hi. Welcome. We are coming to you live from the Zen Room. It's day 362 of this Gregorian year. You're getting close to the end. Yes, it is. And we have a special guest for this end of the year episode. Oh, I love this. You love this? Yeah, he deserves it more than anybody. Yes. I want him in the room all the time. <laughs> On the, I think he should be on the computer fact checking us. Oh, like you want he should be he should be, he should be on the, on the he, set with us. He all should the time? be there referencing, okay. re- doing reference. Yes. Okay, maybe it's, it's, it's introduce him. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to meet Bryce Powell. Bryce Powell, hello, is the youthful ward. Yes, in the room. Yes. The youthful ward. For those of you who don't know, Bryce and I are friends from doing shows together in local theater. And at one point, Bryce needed a place to live, so we offered him a room in our house, and he's been living here now for the past three years now, I guess. Three years now. Well, like, you moved in, and you were here a year, and COVID happened. Yeah. Oh, he was already here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he wasn't here very long. He was here in 2018, you moved in. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was right after my, um, the surgery. The surgery, My, uh, my... My surgery. Oh, I, I remember that. Yes, that's when he moved in. Yeah, that was that was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because you were coming home from the hospital the day he was moving in with boxes. Yeah. Yes. It was insane. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, you could have planned that worse. Yes, it was. So would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Bryce? All right. My name is Bryce. I'm... You can move forward, you know. You're so Anna? far away. Am I too far away? I'm Bryce. I'm 24. I like long walks on the beach. Pina coladas. Um, no, but I've, I'm, I don't know, what do they want to know? I don't know. What's your marital status? My marital status? I'm, according to the government, I'm single, but I've been in a relationship for the past three years. Okay. Um, you know, sadly for this podcast, it is with a woman. Why is that sadly? Because I'm, this is grumpy old gay man. Well, yes, but you're not, you're just a grumpy young queer man. (laughs) Yes, I'm a grumpy young queer man. You're as gay as straight men get. <laughs> yeah. You're as gay as some gay men get. Yeah, that's also true. I'm not. So yeah, but it's a, you know you do which makes you happy. Yeah, I'm not a friend of Dorothy, but I visit on the weekends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We figure for the end of the year, it'd be nice to get a young person's perspective on some of the topics that we talk about, right? Really? He's 30 years younger. That's not like even a person. <laughs> what is that? That's just like a whole, that's like a whole other entity. <laughs> entity? Like a 30, whole entity? No, that, you know, with, but in 30 years, it's like, the fuck? I, yeah, it's, a, it's huge. It's, it, I don't like it. You don't like it. Huh? I don't like it. I'm you don't sorry like to hear that. People thirty years younger than you. I do not. I don't like that there are adults thirty years younger than I am. <laughs> it's 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 That's reasonable. hard to conceive. But continue. It's at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, so and how was your end. how was your Christmas, Tommy? My Christmas was lovely. It was spent with family. My niece came with her husband. They are fun. They're also thirty years younger than I am. <laughs> 
Uh, I saw my older brother. It was nice. It was nice. It was small. It was quiet. It was nice. Oh, good. good. Glad to hear that. And yours? Ours was small and quiet also. It was basically me, Stephen, Bryce, and our friend John Steele. John Steele. Who, who for those of you know, was a guest on our show a couple of episodes yes. back at Thanksgiving time. He was the Thanksgiving guest. Yes. So it was just, the, the, we had dinner here for four I have to say, whoever plotted the guests were really dead on. What do you mean? John for Thanksgiving, Ernie, Ernie for, for Christmas, Christmas, and Bryce for New Year. Yeah, I wonder who Because it's like Baby that. New Year. I wonder yeah. who That's how I that get through this. I wonder who, who could have done that. Of that. Who came up with that idea? Was it you? Absolutely not. No. Why no. do you think it was me? What do I have to do with the podcast? What am I? What am I, Pate here? Pate. Anyway, we move on to our first segment of the show, which is heavy, heavy petting. petting. I hate that we do that. <laughs> I do. I hate that. What do you hate? That we say things at the same time? I love it. Uh, I hate that. Okay, <laughs> I didn't plan that. You just happened to say what I said, it. you know? Anyway, we're starting off with a new story, which I think will give us a, a spring point on which Ooh. to have a little discussion. You've heard the old saying... When a dog bites a man, that's not news. When a man bites a dog, that is news. Well, this is another news story, which a one dog owner bit another dog owner. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been to a dog park? Not in a long while, no. Uh, well, that happens. Well, this happened somewhere in Germany. The quarrel happened when a 27-year-old woman saw a 51-year-old woman hitting her dog. Uh-oh. The wait, younger wait, woman... Wait. Hitting her own dog or hitting the other woman's dog? No, hitting her own dog. Woman was hitting her own dog in a park in Germany. Yes. The younger woman allegedly took the older one to task for using such corporal punishment. A quarrel then commenced in which two owners, dog owners, ended up hitting each other. Oh! Oh my God. In the course of the fight, the older woman fell and dug her teeth into the calf of the 27-year-old. How old was the older woman? God. 51. 51-year-old Peter, 27-year. All right. And the dogs in the meantime? Fine. Just sat there and looked on, didn't do a thing. That sounds about right. Right? They just watched. So anyway, the women are both to appear in court on charges of causing physical injury. Do do we know what kind of dogs they were? No, we don't. It wasn't in the news story. It's interesting. I could see myself on both sides of that. Well, I was going to ask you, have you ever physically hit your dog at all? No. No? Uh, no. Not for any reason? No, I have been physical with the dog. Okay. I don't slap the dog. No, well, the most I've done with her is swat her on the ass. Well, that's, that's you know, flap, get her attention, move her attention away. Or sometimes when, if I go for a walk sometimes, we're on, like, on one of the main streets, she will jump out to go bark at a truck. Yeah. And I pull her back and I swat her on the, you know, on the backside, saying, bad dog. And then she stops doing it for a bit. She's like, looks to do it, but she knows not to do it then. Yeah, but that's a, about as physical I ever get. There's you know? a line I think everybody knows about. Exactly. Uh, and when you see it, it's like, well, who is it? Did the Supreme Court justice? I don't know what pornography is, except for when uh, I don't, I don't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it. Yes, about yeah, pornography. I forget, I forget which one it was. And I think it maybe yeah. Potter Stewart. Yeah, and that could also be the one. See myself being, lady, mind your fucking business. Well, that's what I was going to ask: is what would you do in a situation where, let's say, you were in a dog park and you saw someone. Physically, not just like hitting their dog, like we like to squat him on the ass, but like physically, like punching the dog. What would you do? Uh, physically punching a dog, I, you got to figure that the person is irrational right now. So, no, the best you can do is divert its attention, the person. Yeah. Yeah. And then that anger is going to be directed at you. 
Yes, that's the whole, yeah. But at least it's not being directed towards the animal, which can't defend itself. Yeah, I'd rather get hit than a dog get hit. Because if you punch me and I get a bruise on my arm, that's one thing. You can break a dog's rib with that amount of force. So I'd rather take that heat than the dog take that kind of heat. And this is why people love Bryce. But but you know but but the I point, think we all can say that. But I uh, in 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 the situations uh, there are a thousand different variables. How big is the guy? How little is the dog? Well, yeah, I mean you shouldn't. Where are we? You shouldn't have to get into a physical altercation with the person. No, yeah. no, but you don't know from if you want to distract them by saying, "Hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And yeah. so they're at least stopping hitting the dog. That's one thing. Am yeah. I in a... But if you can find a cop or someone in authority at wherever mm-hmm. you're located where this is yeah. happening, let them deal with it. Then, a distance you know? matters. What you do know, you mean? I, 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 would, I would yell something, some sort of the way I do some yo, yo, bitch, you know, or hey, or what are you doing? Yeah, some, anything to some, distract some this guy sort of to stop thing. him from uh, hitting the dog. And yeah. you would think in the hopes that it would... Give him that second he needed to re- to react. Yeah. So that the door to acknowledge whatever it was that he was reacting. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tough one. There are a thousand variables that come into play. I mean, if it is it some really big guy with his really big dog and their really big gun and he's beating up on the dog, I'ma pick up my little poodle and off I go. And of course, what's the worst? You can always you have you have your phone. Yeah, just yeah. videotape them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then report them if they're doing something that you look look basically criminal that they're. Yeah. So physically abusing a dog there like that in public. Yeah. You know, you can always videotape it on your phone. Yeah, yeah it's awful. Yeah. I still haven't found my Karen. You still haven't found your Karen. My Karen. What my, do you mean? My, I still haven't in the wild? Yes. Oh. I want one. I want to capture Karen. I want <laughs> so badly to capture Karen. I used to work at Burger King when I was like sixteen. Karen's are bound. Bound. There was this one dude. So I guess technically not a Karen, but I his he ordered something with no tomato. He got it with tomato. He came up and threw his sandwich on the counter. It exploded, made a huge mess. Everybody screamed at me. I was over it. I'm not, uh, sir. I'm 16. I do not make enough money for you to get this angry. So I'll make you another hamburger without tomato. <laughs> yeah, just tell me. Well, better come. Let me let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> you make your own fucking hamburger without tomato. Right? Yeah, no, I want I want a real life Karen. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Where were no, we? No, no, we're pretty much at the end of heavy petting. That was just uh, the topic of oh, discussion yeah, that, this I, week. Yeah. yeah, it was a brief one this week, you know? We have so much other stuff to talk about. I don't mind if this segment's a little brief today. Right. Okay. You know? I mean, we covered it. There's not really much more to say about the topic, right? Uh, no, I agree. Okay, then we're going to move on. We now move on to Tommy's favorite segment. Today's birthday. So we have some good ones today. Do we? Yes. Stop. How many are alive? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Bitches flipping pages. <laughs> one of them is alive. Oh, I saw and one of them. I know you won't know. Not even one of them you, you'll know. Yeah. But you'll know who I'm talking about once I describe. I hate about you. It. Anyway, this I'm first sorry, one. I'm sorry. Drink all of your bourbon. <laughs> because, no, today. you know what? No, I think I need. I think I need to bougie tonight. Okay, this is going to be more important. Anyway, the first birthday. I need to be sharp and mean instead of like boozy and relaxed. Uh, okay, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because you flip three pages of birthdays. <laughs> 
three sure. pages. Yes. Relaxed, I'd like to make yeah. sure there's enough biographical material here so when you ask me some inane question about uh, the okay. person, I, I will hopefully have that information here in my sheet so I don't have to go look on the Wayback Machine for it. Anyway, today's birthday, the first one. He's a dead guy. He's a dead guy. Born December 28th, 1856 in Virginia. When was the Civil War? The Civil War was 1860 to 1865. All right. So it was a century before Kennedy. 1860 Yes, it's a century before Kennedy. 1860 to 65. But this person... Um, place it wrong. He was president of the United States from 19, 1912 to 19... I'm sorry. Oh, dude. To 1921. You yes, st- I'm sorry. Look at you stumbling over. I know, because I have a typo in my notes here. Uh, are you cold reading? Basically, well, he ran in 1912, and then he ran again and was re-elected in 1916. Wilson. Wilson who? No, his name, his last name is Wilson. That is correct. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. H.W. Wilson. In 1912, he ran when Teddy Roosevelt ran as a third-party candidate when he lost the Republican nomination to then-incumbent President William Howard Taft, splitting the Republican vote. And the fourth candidate in that election was Eugene Debs of the Socialist Party, who won about a million votes that year. Oh, wow. All right. One of the years he ran, because he ran several times. That was 1912? So. Yep. Before he was president, he was president of Princeton University from Woodrow 19- Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. Now, I, do we like Woodrow? Like, well, he, I'm going to let you, des- I'm gonna let you decide. Figure let me describe some of the things that he's done, first I of all. I wish you would. Hello, handsome. Hello, Potts. How are you? So nice to see you. You look just like Vera Charles right now. I'm anyway, sorry, before he was president, he was president of Princeton University from 1902 to 1910. Princeton comes up an awful He then time. entered politics, was became New Jersey governor from 1911 to 1913. New Jersey? Yep. I'm sorry, where was he born? In Virginia. Woodrow Wilson, born yes. in Virginia, raised in New Jersey. Obviously, I guess what I assume. Right? Okay, no, I'm just more, but yeah, figure educated there, New Jersey. Right? Educated, moved to Princeton. That's in Jersey. As president, some of his accomplishments include he made three Supreme Court appointments, including Louis Brandeis, the first Jewish nominee to the Supreme oh, Court. That's okay. He also signed the Federal Reserve Act, which created our Federal Reserve banking system, which I bet we needed. Yep. He also uh, purchased by treaty the Danish West Indies, known today as the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, see, can you just, I guess you can. What? Like, rename land. Like, this is now fuck you, Stan. Like, can you just do that? It happens. I guess you can. Yeah, when was Myanmar was Burma before it was Myanmar. And Istanbul, right, Istanbul, Constantinople. Exactly. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, it happens yeah. all the time. It's just so bizarre that. to me. Recent time was early 2000s. It just seems like you have the this is the land, we're not getting any more of it, yeah. So, this is all there is. So, let's name it. And then, uh, but I guess okay, uh, in recent times, it's mostly been born out of like civil war in a country, and then the two countries will split. governments, yeah, governments will split and they'll rename their land based on uh, whatever was going I'm on. looking for fuck you with Stan. Anyways, back to Woodrow Wilson. But I don't want to live in that part of the world. Like, my people need a beach. Woodrow Wilson, he's now educated at Princeton. Yes, was New Jersey governor. New Jersey became president. governor became president. When World War I broke out in 1914, Wilson uh, maintained a policy of neutrality. 
But in 1917, he asked for a declaration of war against Germany in response to its policy of unrestricted submarine warfare that sunk American merchant ships. After the Allied victory in World War I, Wilson successfully advocated for the establishment of a multinational organization called the League of Nations, and that was, which was incorporated into the Treaty of Versailles. Yeah. Unfortunately, Congress failed to ratify the treaty, and the U.S. did not join the League, which greatly weakened it. Why didn't they join? Who was who was who were the bitch Congress? There were a number of reasons. Who was Joe Manchin fucking with now? Well, ba- yeah, basically what happened was the Republicans weren't supporting the treaty for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, so the whole treaty they did not ratify the treaty. They ended up signing separate peace treaties with the uh, with Germany and the other powers that the other enemy powers at that time. You would yes. think that with everybody altogether. Although each one of us individual can't think of what's going to happen or what history will be. Like, Joe, Joe Manchin, he is so fucking himself as far as history goes. Oh, well, that's a whole different story, yeah. But what, what I'm saying is that even collectively, we can't agree on what the correct course is. No. So that, no, it, so that histo- history doesn't look at us and say, now what the fuck were they thinking? Right. And that's coming. Exactly. Yep. Anyway, Wilson was very active in South America. He militarily intervened in Mexico, Nicaragua, the Dominican Republic, Haiti, Cuba, Panama, and Honduras. Okay, I love all of those words. But my question is, is military intervention, what was it? What was the purpose of it? Was he fighting for good or fighting for evil as we currently Well, for instance, in Mexico, for instance, in Mexico... Cultural environment in which we all speak a language. So go ahead. In Mexico, for instance... He basically had troops occupy the city port of Veracruz in Mexico during the during a revolution that was going <clears> on there, because they weren't happy with the government that was in place, and eventually this other government then went in place, and then eventually we so disengaged was, from Veracruz. But, he was but then we also we also ordered he also ordered General John Pershing and four thousand troops to pursue Pancho Villa into Mexico. And following, because he was engaging in border attacks on the Mexican-U.S. border. Pancho Villa. Yes, because he was he was basically a guerrilla, a guerrilla leader at that point. So they never found Pancho Villa. They were able to find his forces and basically defeat them, but they never captured Pancho Villa himself. You know what's amazing? And they remain they basically remained in Mexico for almost a year, pursuing Pancho Villa. So we I, just walked in there with our troops. Yep. And did what we want and said, fuck you to the Mexican government. We're going to go pursue this guy. Well, that was... You know? And that's because that's the way we ruled back because then. Because Pancho Villa... We did not respect any of these countries in, in Central or South America. Well, Mike was right. Right? Might exactly. Right. That's place what it was. Him, place him politically on a scale left to right, Woodrow Wilson. Well, he's a Democrat. Um... Place him on a scale for me from left to right, Woodrow Wilson? I don't know how you could place him. Uh, I know he did not support women's suffrage. Okay. Yeah, I forget for what reason. But he appointed I, the first year to the Supreme Court. But yes, he did That's do good. that. You've heard the accomplishments, that some of the accomplishments and some of the did he not failings just, of his presidency. Yeah. Did, which would not Well, I, I didn't tell you the rest about him also. He was planning on running for a third term. And he suffered a stroke in October of 1919. Oh, wait, is this where his wife takes over? Yes, because he was paralyzed on his left side. He was partially blind in his right eye. I love the rest of the story. And he was in lesser control of his abilities. Joan? So his wife, Edith. Dan? Edith. Yes. (laughs) 
She, she, and his physician were basically the only ones who were allowed to see any him. physical contact with he, him. She would, she would basically determine what documents he was allowed to see and who was permitted to communicate with him. And he couldn't sign them or do them, so she did them. She's been often called the first woman president yep. of the United States. She made those decisions this. based on, I suppose. And at the time, people were asking, "Well, the vice president? I forget who the vice president was at the time." They were saying, "Why don't you, you know?" Pursue this. You should be taking over if Wilson's incapacitated. And the vice president wouldn't pursue it. He didn't think he had any standing in order to do that. Are you going up against Edith right now? Well, eventually... (laughs) I'm asking. (laughs) Eventually, in 1965, uh, the U.S. passed the 25th Amendment, which addressed the whole issue of presidential succession... A presidential succession when the president becomes disabled or physically incapable of uh, running the presidency. Okay. So, so that was, yeah, that was a little, a very interesting footnote. Edith. But, yeah, so about he was Wilson's a pretty moderate, I guess, yeah. a moderate Democrat whose biggest really claim to fame is his wife having to take over. Well, he was a bit of an, I, he was really a bit of an idealist. He, he yeah. developed this program called the 14 Points. Yes. yes. Uh, basically, he was telling, basically asking for self-determination for, for all ethnic peoples in Europe and everything and across the world. And he did that here? Well, this was this was a program he developed. He was really a bit of an idealist. Okay. And he was like he was really crushed when they when Congress didn't ratify the treaty and the U.S. didn't enter the League of Nations. Yeah. All right. Which, to be fair to the U.S., the League of Nations was shit and didn't accomplish much. Well, it couldn't really do anything. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it, like it, I mean, Germany, Italy were members of it initially. Yeah. And stuff, but they both they eventually both both dropped out. Dropped you know. Out. But yeah. and what's what was the difference between the League of Nations, which to me just uh, do you see when you see that like the picture of the League of Heroes or the Le- like those <laughs> the, the Justice r- League, the, the Justice yeah. League. Thank you. Those hey honey, Ooh. those like those hey, oh oh mama, mama just delivered cookies, Christmas cookies. Yes, and they look delicious. Oh, they do. Yeah. So it's it's got a difficult name to start with to take seriously. So that's hard. Um, but what's the difference between them and, and what became the UN? I'd say the difference is probably the League of Nations. They did not devote the resources to it yeah. that the UN has to accomplish what its programs are. Yeah. And I, who? I right. don't think the League of Nations could take military action the same way the UN can send in UN soldiers. I'm wondering how much, of, how much of yeah, that has so. to do with, with the American interest in general. What do you mean? What I mean is... Well, that was the whole point of keeping the UN in the United States, to make sure the U.S. stayed yeah. committed to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, would the, would the League of Nations have worked and we would have that fabulous name? It's possible. To it's very if possible. the United States But then don't involved? forget, we also have the Great Depression. Would the Great Depression still happen then? You know, yeah. we don't know. Well, that kicked us in the nuts, so exactly. we had to do something. Right? So it's all a bunch of what-ifs. We'll move on to our next birthday. This one you, you've never heard of. Her, she was born uh, December 28th, 1882. She was born Einar Morgens Andreas Wegener in Denmark. Queen Christina. No. All right. At the age of 18, she married her fellow art student and painter, Gerda Gottlieb. They settled together in Paris in 1912. Wait, ain't them both chicks? Hmm? Yes. Okay. Let me continue, but... Uh, you... She was not Let living it. as a woman at that point. She I was, got you. Okay. Oh, so wait. Go ahead, continue. So, they settled in Paris in 1912. She then started dressing in women's clothes to fill in as a model for Gottlieb's paintings, and then also was painting as well. 
1930, she went to Germany for sex reassignment surgery. Uh-oh. She's among the first people to undergo sex reassignment surgery. Queen Christina. Incorrect. When she began living well, when no, she began living as a when she began living as a woman, she eventually after she began the transition in 1930, she legally changed her name to Lily Ilsa Elvenis, but she was uh, better known as Lily Elba. The surgery it was like basically four surgeries over two years. The first surgery was removal of the testicles. Second surgery was an ovary implant in the abdomen. The third surgery was removal of the penis and scrotum. And the fourth surgery was a uterus transplant and construction of a vaginal canal. She was only the second person to have received a uterus transplant. But unfortunately, her body rejected the uterus, and a subsequent surgery resulted in an infection, and then she eventually died of a heart attack in 1931. On the table? No, not on the table. Not no. as a result of? As a result of the infection, she eventually had a heart attack. She had surgery, got the infection, had a heart attack, died. Yes. She was later portrayed in the 2015 film The Danish Girl, a fictionalization of her story starring Eddie Redmayne. The film was later criticized for its historical omissions and for a cisgender man playing a transgender woman, for which Redmayne has this past year expressed re regret over playing the role. Yes. Our next birthday, this gentleman is also dead. Good. Born on December 28th. Who needs him? 1922, he was born Stanley Martin Lieber in Manhattan. Stella! He rose to the ranks of a family-run business called Timely Publications. Oh, uh, this is pornographic. And he became its primary creative leader for two decades, leading its expansion from a small division of a publishing house to a multimedia corporation that dominated the comics and film industries. Hold on, cartoons? Comics. Mel Blanks. Nope. Comics, this is who I think it is. Who do you think it is? Stanley. It is Stanley. Oh, Stanley. Stan yes. My childhood. In collaboration and primarily with writers uh, Jack Kirby and Steve yep. Ditko, he co created characters including superheroes Spider Man, the X Men, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, Ant Man, the Wasp, the Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow. Huh? Following his retirement from Marvel in 1990, he remained a public figurehead for the company, and he also made frequent appearances and became famous for his cameo appearances in all the Marvel films and television shows. Okay, so hold on. Stanley is Marvel. The other guy that's not Marvel is DC. That's correct. Okay, so so right away, Spider-Man? Yes. Fantastic Four? Uh, I, I, I like Stanley. Yes. Okay? I yep. like Stanley. So far from what I'm hearing. He basically he revolutionized comics by making the hero, the superheroes more naturalistic and human, showing their warts and all instead of being these flawless godlike beings. Like Superman. Yeah. Exactly. Superman he wanted to make them more realistic. Superman is DC. Yep. Yep. Who else is DC? Batman. Batman, Batman Superman, Godzilla. The Flash. Batman, Superman, the Flash. The is Flash DC. is yep. um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Is DC. Yep. DC always has some sort of big flag on it, some big Americana flag happening. Well, that's the Justice League, you're thinking Yeah, of. the Justice League. No, no, no I'm just saying, it seems like Wonder Woman. Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I, I like, I, never I think I like Marvel. I prefer DC's villains. DC always does villains better. All right, well, villains counts, so we need to have yeah, I guess I, I'm by, I was biased and I loved, I loved Batman growing up, Batman's so. simply the I, superhero. I, 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 Batman was There's, my favorite as a kid. But Superman is the superhero. I mean, it's in his name. Yeah, I know. He's the super. He could do everything. He's the OG. Yes. He's the superhero. Um, so like, 
Who, if you got the superhero, then you got everything, don't you? Right. Yeah. But then you got Marvel, who's got Spider Man, who squat for me and squirt your fucking webs. I'm all about <laughs> Spider Man. For fuck's sake. Is there a sexier superhero? Oh, yeah, there is. Robin was sexy. Yeah. In 1969, Lee and artist Gene Colan created the Falcon, the first African American superhero. Oh. Right. He also supported using the comics to provide social commentary on the real world, especially racism, discrimination, and bigotry of all kinds. Now, now he didn't do the all the writing. What he basically did is he would sit down with the artist. They would come up with a storyline together. The artist would then do the artwork, yeah. would write all the panels out. Then Lee would fill in the bubbles, the, you know, the conversational bubbles. So yeah. he did do all the writing. Well, he did it in coordination with the artist. Yeah, yeah. of course. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, one of, that's been some of the controversy in his later years. I thought that he was... Is that, that not, enough, not enough credit was being given to the artists of Marvel yeah. for their contributions to these characters. Yep. Because they're the ones who literally created them on the page. Yeah, know? but what I'm saying yeah. now, now what you got me thinking here is that is a comic book all about the image? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Otherwise, it's just a book. Exactly. So the yeah. guy getting the image isn't the star? The guy making the image isn't the star, like, automatically? Well, Stan Lee, owned, he became the owner of the key. He was the owner of Marvel originally, yeah. so he got to put his name up there on front. Yeah. All right, so Stanley had the money. Stanley did whatever he wanted to do. Not always. Uh, see, back then, there was what they called the Comics Code. Mm-hmm. It started in like, 1954 during the height of the Red Scare. And they, cause they were saying that comics were uh, perverting children's minds and they were promoting immoral behavior. So there was a, this comics code. And basically, you had to, the comic had to get a seal of approval from the comics code authority. Yep. Otherwise, book distributors and whoever distributed the comics would not distribute or sell them. Okay. Yep. In 1971, Lee was asked by the U.S. government to write a comic book story about the dangers of drugs. So he wrote a three-issue subplot about Spider-Man, about having a, a Spider-Man's friend who becomes an addict. The Comics Code Authority would not give its approval because of its depiction of drugs. Oh, yeah. Whether it was negative or positive, they didn't care. Yep. Stan Lee said, fuck you, he published it anyway, it sold well, and he received lots of praise for its social for Marvel's social consciousness. Who asked him to do it? The U.S. government. The government. So the, the government commissioned him to do the job that the government then told him it wasn't no, allowed no, the to com- publish. No, the Comics Code Authority is not a government Oh, the Comics Code Authority is some bullshit. It's basically an organization set up to self-regulate the Peer industry. organization. Yeah. So yeah, this okay. way the government wouldn't Wouldn't come yeah. in. I get you, I get I you. Could pro- I could probably go on a 20-minute rant about the Comics Code. I won't, but, but I could. Anyway, as a result of this, the I code was... I nothing about comics. What, what so happened much. was eventually then, as a result of all this, the code was then later reformed to allow the negative depiction of drugs. But Marvel comple- completely abandoned the code in 2001, and the code went defunct in 2011. I love yep. that word, defunct. Defunct? That's a yeah, good word. Yeah, it's a great word. Yes. And it implies many more sounds than defunct. Yes. But defunct. the sounds that, you know, uh, defunct. Uh, anyway, happy birthday to Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Happy birthday, Lee. Stan Lee. Right? Is he dead? Yes, yes, he is dead. dead. That's so sick. Very he recently. died um, November 12th, 2018. God, not as recently as I thought. 2018. Well, recent enough. Recent, yeah. Recent enough. Our last birthday celebrant is alive. Oh, that's why he can be a celebrant and not a holy fucker int. She was born December 28th, 1934. A rare woman. She has appeared in over 60 films and 70 plays. 
She is the winner of two Oscars, one Tony, and four Emmy Awards, the Triple Crown of Acting. I should know this answer. In 1990, she was made a dame for her contributions oh, to the arts. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. There it is. That's Dame Maggie dame Smith Maggie to Smith you. Dame Maggie Smith to you, bitch. She won a Best Actress Oscar in 1969 for her, The Prime of Miss Jean Brody, which is a great movie. You should definitely see that. Brother. I've never seen, seen that movie. Oh, she's excellent. And she plays this teacher who's... She's excellent in everything. She's this teacher in this girl's school... And she's also a fan of, is it taking place in the 30s? So she's a fan of the fascist Mussolini. Okay, okay. It's a good play. It's a, it was a play originally. It's a play, yeah. And then they made it into the movie. It's it's worth seeing. I definitely recommend it. She also won a Best Supporting Actress oh. for 1978's California Suite. She is only one of seven actresses. Oh my God, hold on. You got to stop. What? The Hump in My Dress. Oh, in California Street. <laughs> well, at least on me, the dress. She, so she plays, she is an actress up for an award yeah. in Hollywood, and her and her gay English husband yes. hit hit the sky. It was, it was amazing. That scene is amazing. Anyway, she is one of seven actresses to have won in both categories of Best Actress and Supporting Actress. She was also nominated for Oscars for uh, Othello, opposite Laurence Olivier. For 1972's Travels with My Aunt, or Aunt, Aunt. 1985's A Room with a View, and 2001's Gosford Park. Interesting. She's also appeared in the 1976 film Murder by Death, uh, 1978's film Death on the Nile, 1981's Clash of the Titans, 1992's Sister Act and its sequel, 1993's A Secret Garden. Which by then she was sort of playing almost a parody of... What she had been playing, or what her persona was. Right, yeah. That uptight, snarky. Yeah. Which nobody was fucking better oh, at. Oh, she's great nobody at it. Was she's great at. at it. She's probably best known to people today for two things. One, playing Minerva McGonagall in the Harry Potter films. I don't know who that is, but it's a fun thing to say, I bet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, say it again for me. Minerva McGonagall. Minerva McGonagall. She's Minerva a professor McGonagall. at Hogwarts. Minerva McGonagall. Yes. No, that would be good to say on somebody else's... Magerna McGonagall. She's probably best. She's probably best known to TV viewers for playing Violet Crawley, the Dowager Empress of Grantham on Downton Abbey from Ooh. 2010 to 2015, for which she won three Emmys. Uh, and, and that's as it should be. She's not dead, is she? No. Is this a no. As a matter of fact, she's um, she well, she appeared in the 2019 Downton Abbey film, and yeah. she's going to appear in the next Downton Abbey film, which is coming out in March of this coming year. How old is this bitch? She is, I think, what, 84? She was born in, what, 34? 87? This is another 87, 87. Yeah. yeah, she's 87 years old. Maggie you know, Smith. I majored in English. Have you seen that movie uh, called that. Four Dames? No. Oh, oh it's, so it's great. Good. It's her, Joan Plowright. Oh, I can't think of who the other two actresses um, Judy, are. It's Dame Judy. Judy Dench. On it. Yeah, I there's another Judy one. And it's these four remember. women basically sitting around and bullshit. That's and it's, hilarious. It's great. You'd are, love are it. Are they themselves? So funny. Yes, yeah, they're, they they're themselves. So they're just sitting around bullshitting. Yeah, four, dames. Drinking tea. four dames. Four dames just sitting around bitching. Yeah. Yes. All right, that's look awesome. for it. It's funny. great. You'll love okay. it. Okay. I'll look for it. Anyway, we're going to move on to today you know, in like, history. When the, when the, the, 
And this is why we never get forward because never I mind. try to move on to the next topic, was, and then he's going back two segments later. I was going to tell a cute story about you sitting as a passenger in my car, saying I could die because of how small and low to the car to the ground the car was. What is this? It's a cute and charming story, but no, fuck yourself. Oh, fine, <laughs> go fine. Ahead. Go ahead. So what happened today in history? Today in history. Today, today in history. I like this episode. In 1944. Is this. What is it? This segment. Today. In his store. Today in history. 1944, December 28th, On a Town opened on Broadway. Ooh, Ooh, sailors. Right? And in 1961, Tennessee Williams' Night of the Iguana, starring Betty Davis, premiered on Broadway. Amazing. I would have given God to see Betty Davis live. Right? Jesus. Can you imagine? And in a Tennessee Williams play. Well, to see Tennessee Williams with anybody in it. It was pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. But to see Betty Davis, like, live, Jesus Christ. That happened for people. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Bitches. Right? <laughs> anyway, we now move on to what day is it? Uh, it's the oh, day of the... Do you really? As a I listener, is this a segment happens. that appeals to you? Like, um, like no. you listen. You may be the only person who've heard more than three or four of these. So what is it that appeals to you? What is it that brings you back except for the fear of homelessness? <laughs> I love how angry you get during the birthdays. I think that's fucking hilarious. The birthdays is funny. Okay. Um, he likes my torturous. Yes. I don't know. Like I someone like does. the same, I, what most people would call disinteresting bullshit that Patrick likes. Um, I like the boring parts of history. Okay. So... All right, the, so then the, the stuff that most people would just skip over on a Wikipedia article is the stuff that I love to read. And I feel like that's a lot of what this is. Right? It's okay. like living Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want to be dead. But we illuminate it. We illuminate <laughs> We give a contemporary perspective on these matters. Yes. Okay. Anyway, today is the fourth day of Christmas. Hands up pecking. No. For... Dot, for <laughs> Partridge in a pear tree. Two <laughs> swans are swimming. Three. Five, I can't four, believe he doesn't know this. Four. <laughs> right. Four. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> four calling birds. Calling. Four. It's four, four, four calling birds. Four calling birds. Three, three friends and two turtle doves and a partridge in a fucking fair pear tree. Which we had a pear tree in the, in our backyard growing up. They built a deck around it, and my mother used to make these this dish with pears. I don't know what it was, but I'm sure it was. Oh God, I had the word. She prepared. No, it wasn't a cobbler. She prepared the uh, the pears somehow. She didn't roast them. Uh, Go ahead, Patrick. I'm sorry. There was a really delicious sauce that came with the pears. What's the word? What do you do with pears? I don't know. I'm sorry. Mother's not here. We're we're not the two to ask about. Mother. Oh, mother. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Why do I apologize to you? Anyway. The line of Four Calling Birds? Four Calling Birds. When the song was originally written in 1780, it, was, it was Four Collie Birds. What the fuck is a Collie Bird? C-O-L-L-Y. Collie was a, it was a regional English expression for coal black. Okay. No, not okay. Well, no, that, the lyric was later changed to Calling Birds in 1909. Do we know what a Calling then. Bird is? Calling bird is a songbird, yeah, of which there are over 500 species. Okay. Really? The bird's song identifies its identity and location, as well as its sexual intentions. So, like, you could say, I'm a top, I'm over here in this tree by Elm Street, I'm a top. I guess so. 
All in bird. And also, the larger a male bird's repertoire, the more females it attracts. I never well, yeah, knew you that about words. Right? I thought you could just call a bird a songbird. I never knew there was no, a specific no. I mean, there are bird calls, which birds do to each yeah. other all the time, but there are also bird songs. There's also bird songs. Bird songs. And yeah, also the kind of birds they're talking about. See, I, I'm not a bird guy. I don't like birds. interesting. You don't like birds? A I bird love... swoop. I don't <laughs> like anything that swoops. I love birds. I don't love birds. I don't love. I think birds are fascinating pictures. I had, um, yeah. Uh, I don't want. I don't want them near me. I don't want them live. I had a pet bird when I was. Oh young, no! There's no such in, a thing. Back in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Unless it, did bird. it fly? Did it get the chance to fly? She flew around in the house. Yeah. Okay. Then that's that could she be a bird, I guess. Flew, she mostly chose to sat on my dad to sit on my dad's chest. What kind of bird was it? All the time. It? it was a cockatiel. It was a cockatiel. How big? Oh, cockatiels only. Yeah. Little, Little thing, she fucking hated me. Okay. Um, did she like, swoop at you? She did not swoop at me, but she would if I. But tried you know to what I mean, time, though. I do know. If I tried to spend time next to my father, she would absolutely put herself scream between... and peck at me. Oh, she no, I don't. I don't know the pecking. I don't like the pecking. I don't like. I don't like chickens. Go up and pick up the chicken. Fuck you. Pick up the chicken. <laughs> I'm not picking. I'm not carrying. No. Go pick up the bird. No. 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 Hold on. I have the prop. Yeah, no. Thank a, you. There's a big difference between I'm having not... a bird as a pet and having like a dog or a mammal as a pet. I think it's the frenzy you know? of the wings that, that upsets me. <laughs> the claws, too. The claws. The, the claws. Uh, um, okay. So, birds. Yeah. So, this is the uh, four calling birds. Yes. Anyway, Everything is a calling is bird. also on the Christian church calendar, Holy Innocence Day. Oh, I don't know anything about that. I'm too Jewish for this. Uh, as told in the Gospel of Matthew. Well, we're all going to figure it out. Well, when the Magi were seeking to find the Christ child, they had stopped in Jerusalem to seek guidance from Herod, the king of the Jews. Oh. And Herod was aware of a prophecy that a child was going to be born who would become yeah, king of the Jews. Yeah. But he knew he directed them to Bethlehem and asked them to return afterwards and report, you know, where what, the what child was. What happened? But they didn't do so. They were warned. They received a dream and were warned not to go back to Jerusalem. So they didn't. Herod. <laughs> So Herod then ordered the execution of all male children two years and under in Bethlehem. Yeah, because that's what you do. I mean, if you think that is... Yeah. Anyway, well, there is it's actually debate as to whether this actually ever happened in the first place. But the children are considered martyrs uh, by the Catholic Church. Uh, do they have a collective so. name? Well, it's called the Murder of the Innocents. The Slaughter of the Innocents. The, the Slaughter or of the... the Holy Innocents. Okay, and that is Herod's Slaughter of All of the Jewish Children Under Two Years of Age... Born in in, uh, in, yeah, in Bethlehem. Okay. Okay. But That's we, pretty rough. We now yeah. move on. I mean, politically, it must have upset a lot of people. Of course. Well, yes. You know what I'm saying? But 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 Herod doesn't look good in any of this story. Well, no, he never does. He Herod never, never looks good. No, he Herod always, is always the asshole. Uh, Consistently, he's a dick. There was something in Jesus Christ Superstar that made you look at Herod another way. Oh, yeah. Herod's uh, the role to play in Jesus Christ Superstar. I know. I played him. Once you, <laughs> once you pass 30, Herod's your role. Herod's the role you want. You have one scene. Done. Beautiful. I'd love to play Herod, honestly. You can just come role. on, sing the, one of the best songs in the show, know, I, and leave. Never come back. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I'm not, I, I don't have the words right now to fully explain where I'm at with what I'm talking about with... Jesus Christ Superstar and Herod, and maybe that it wasn't entirely Herod's Herod Herod 
Herod? 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 Herod, pick up that chicken. Sorry. Herod. Yes, it was It was Herod. It was the but nothing, nothing, he Romans. Look good, he look and it was Pilate. Pilate. If we're, if we're looking oh, at Pilate's that, the bad guy. Who his fault it was. Yes, Herod. Oh, the maybe main. it was Pilate who Jesus Christ Superstar gives a sort of a pass to. Like, what the fuck do you expect this guy to do? Yeah, they give him a big pass in that one. Maybe it's him. They give him a lot of... I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not an Andrew Lloyd Webber f- super fan. Neither am I, but I love JCS. It is one of my it favorite is, shows. It is, it is a good one. He did well there. He did very good. And Evita. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Anyway, we now move on to the portion of the show devoted to a review of the year 2021. We're reviewing oh, 2021. Well, this should be fast. Well, we're going to start with some trivia questions about oh, 2021 okay. to see what you remember from the past year. Thank oh. God. Well, if this, some of these are very easy. Okay, they would, they would have to be because it wasn't a year for great things. In January, Joe Biden became the second Catholic president. Who was the first? John F. Kennedy. Kennedy. Very good. See, that was easy enough. That was a very easy one. On June 4th, Prince Harry and wife Meghan Markle announced the birth of their daughter, whose name pays tribute to Queen Elizabeth II. What Lil- is her name? Lilibet. Lilibet is Lilibet. correct. Tommy. It's just such a stupid name, but it's a great you know name for who what they refer to as the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. For, to call this one child. That was her name among the four people in her family. Yeah. They all called her Lilibet. Nobody else called her Lilibet, and that was just for the four of them. Now bitch name it her kid. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't want you in the first place. In July, Jeff Bezos became one oh. of two billionaires who flew God. into space. Who was the other one? Uh, well, it was the guy. It was the guy from Tesla. No, I don't think Elon's been to space. Yet. Elon hasn't been to space. No, it's not no, Elon Musk. Not. All right, so space. Dick. We're talking about. It was some unknown dude. Oh, he's known. I I was could it not the Virgin have Atlantic guy. Mm-hmm. What's his oh. name? No, this guy's been doing this shit since the eighties. Really? Yeah, the Virgin Airlines. The Virgin yeah. Atlantic thing is yeah. No, he's up there with the. Like, if anybody's going to get to Mars, he may be the first human to land on Mars. I have no idea what he's He actually was in space before Jeff Bezos yeah. was. Yes. His name or is Richard Branson. Richard Branson, yeah. But his ship was not shaped like a dick, so we will not I'm sorry, that, that was not shaped like a dick. That was like, look at me, I dare you not to call me a dick. That's what it was I'm saying. so blatant. He flew his dick ship into space. Into space. It was... It, oh. <sighs> okay. But it just, like... Seriously, in every all the meetings Nobody that it took to, that it took Jeff Bezos, and with all the approval that Jeff Bezos has, what what was meant by that? Is there some sort of aerodynamical reason? Does an just... uncircumcised head go through space and an <laughs> atmosphere better than a circumcised one? What have, is the reason? It could have just been him saying, "Suck my dick." I'm sorry, but it was it was I agree with you. It may it was too blatantly obvious. It thing. was very much a penis. I you could not look at that and see. I'm sorry, it was like something seen, it was like seeing something out of a fucking airplane movie. Yeah. That's you know? exactly it's, what it is. That's it's, what it was. I mean it was just so ridiculous. Much. It's just ridiculous looking. It, it really yeah, is. It's, it's left to, for satire, that's not satire, but it's left for that extreme comedy that uh yeah, it's uh, you know what. On the it's other hand, farce. though, between him and Branson, nobody else is doing it. Go for it, fucking. I know. Go for it. Well, Elon's been launching ships for. Well, yeah. However, uh, Elon's that sort of talented, but 
overly talkative ADHD kid you try to leave with a yes. piece of cake over by grandma. <laughs> On March 23rd, the Ever Given, one of the largest container ships in the world, mm. ran aground and blocked this passage for six days. My, trade. my what was the passageway? Stones. What uh, was the passageway? Was... My kidney passage. Oh, between North and South America. Well, that's the P- Panama Canal. <laughs> was it the Panama Canal? No. No, Is where it, was it? No, it was not the Panama Canal. For some reason in my head, it's the Panama Canal. Of course no. it's the Panama Canal. No, it was I not the Panama Canal. Read the question again. <laughs> on March 23rd... March 23rd. The Ever Given, yep. one of the largest container ships in the world, ran aground and blocked this passageway for six days, disrupting global trade. Okay, here's the other thing. I understand why he's laughing, because the idea of Panama Canal is so that they never will yes. run aground. Yes. Okay. Also, because it cuts the fucking peninsula in half, and who the hell has time to go all the way around South America? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. I remember this happening. I could see I it. I know you remember it happening. You, remember, you don't remember huge. where it happened. I don't remember Do where it right? happened. There's so much has happened. Where's that other canal? It's in Turkey. Is it still called Turkey? Yeah, it's still called Turkey. Um, The Suez Canal. The Suez Canal is Suez. correct. Is correct. And that's in Egypt. Okay, what did that's, I say? Yeah. You said... Um, you said Turkey. You said Turkey. I and said it was Egypt. Panama. Yes, but it was Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Next question. I got that one right. Over the Ain't no kind of celebration. Ain't no balloons <laughs> dropping from the sky. Not on our no, budget, honey. we take a deep breath, we swallow, and yeah. we move on to Anybody the next question. You know how to do Go that. Go ahead. Oh, listen to you. Listen to you. Nobody in this room doesn't. No. <laughs> Continue. Spitters and quitters. Uh, yep. Over the past year, Russia has been building up its armed forces on the border of what country, causing fears of an invasion? The one, Ukraine. Ukraine is correct. Is it still the Ukraine? Yes, it is still the Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine. It is is Ukraine. Ukraine. I called the Ukraine because that's what I called it when we played Risk. (laughs) Yes. Regardless of your entire... (laughs) Through playing Risk. Despite your nerd adolescence (laughs) and everything you might think that that justifies about current geography, (laughs) the name of the country is Ukraine. Maybe it's the Republic of Ukraine. It is. <laughs> it could be. Listen yes. to me. It's po- what's also possible is, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> the country is Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> that bitch, that bitch ice skater who Nancy was supposed to win that year, but this little bitch come out and cried because they didn't have a song. Mm. Uh, Oksana Bayul. It was the Olympics. She was from Ukraine. Yes, she was. Yeah. In October oh, of this year... But they already annexed... What was the peninsula? What's the thing there? That the Crimea they, already, they annexed. The Crimea? Yes. Yeah. The Crimean Peninsula. Russia yep. already took that. Yes, they did. So yeah, what They the, basically what? have been in a state of war since then. So they're going to invade and take over... That's what it looks like. Everyone Ukraine. fears they're actually going to invade and take... Yeah. I don't know. We shall see in the next year. <laughs> That motherfucker could do whatever he wants. Nobody questions him. Nobody, nobody. God. And that's what, that's what's coming here. Yeah, no kidding. That's what, what? Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden stand between is now and Putin. Yep. Yep. Basically. That's like a sheepskin condom. Right. Maybe it'll work, but there's passages. (laughs) In October of this year, who at age 90 became the oldest person to go to space? 
Clark Kent. No, uh, Captain James Kirk. Was it? William Shatner. William Shatner, Shatner went to fucking yes. space. Good, on a good, fucking good for him. And Jeff, Jeff Bezos took him, didn't he? Yes. yes In he the did. penis. Jeff Bezos oh, did not deserve maybe, space. But William maybe, Shatner did. But yes. maybe that's the reason. It was shaped like a penis because he had Captain Kirk on board. Was Captain Kirk aboard the penis? Yes. Yeah. He was in the Bezos ship. He would have time to be. Yeah. He only there's, went up there's, your yeah. there's your answer. Go ahead. We got it. See, this podcast is so, is helping to solve questions. The biggest mysteries The of biggest our time. mysteries of our time. Yes. Why did he build that rocket to look that way? Well, because he had Captain Kirk on board. Very well. Let's move on to the next question. In December this month, Olaf Schultz became Chancellor of Germany. Germany. Who did he succeed? Oh, my God. She serves forever. Angela Merkel. Merkel. Very good. Chancellor Angela Merkel. She forever. What was the former name of the breakfast food brand that changed its name to Pearl Milling Company in June of this year? Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Who became a meme... After wearing mittens to Biden's inauguration. Oh, my God. Oh, that was Bernie. I have a Christmas Bernie ornament Sanders. of Bernie. I gave, I gave my sister as a Christmas gift oh, Louie's face on top of Bernie sitting with his mittens. That's so fucking funny. Oh, yeah, I'll show it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. have to. Oh, that, that is epic. <laughs> yeah. Epic. Right? That was classic. It was, oh, God. So typically Bernie. Yeah. Yep. It's cold. He didn't want to be out. Right? I got, you? All right, I'm here. I got to be here. Here I am. Yeah. Yeah. But by the time Bernie sits out in the cold, he had he didn't have to sit there that long. I mean, they didn't make him wait. In the cold. He also lives in Vermont. He knows how to dress. Well, in the that's cold. the other thing. That's right? the other thing. He's he's much, prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> we can get cold in DC that time of year. I've been that's, down there. Oh, and it's yeah. a different kind of cold. Oh, you got a wind coming right off of the river there, man. Jesus Christ! And somehow the snow sort of makes the makes the cold soft. Yeah. And the ice and the wind and the horrible rain and that makes it hard and nasty and that's nice, soft, fluffy, beautiful snow he has up there. Yes, it is. Still as cold as fuck. What film won Best Picture in 2021? Was it Parasite? No. No, that was last... Fuck, that was last year. What film? God, they all run together. Were there films in 1921? 2021. In 2020, were there films? Well, um... This film won Best Picture. I need a multiple choice option. Oh, God. I'll give you a hint. It starred Frances McDormand. Oh, my God. So many films do. That For which she won the Best Actress Oscar. Anyway, was that the thing with the... Was that, that the was thing the with, the, with, the, with, the, with the billboards? No, this was no, the one no. where, like, her dad was dead and she was walking out and being super sad in nature and shit, right? It, it's called Nomad Land. Nomad Land, yes. That, you, you she's, just, like, going from... She, like, lives in a trailer and a mobile home or whatever. You described a female product. Like, that was a dude's commercial. She goes out and she's all sad and she goes out into nature <laughs> and... Look, I just... I never saw it. I just saw I the saw description it. I was given. It's a great character study, but it's a really sad it was film. So well, here's the thing. From what you told me, I would it's kill myself. It's a great character study, if but... I saw it. Really, it's a sad film. It's and just... your go-to in that kind of role? Frances McDermott. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She can do no wrong. And she's elastic. She can look like just about anything. Oh, my God. But, yeah, she's she is something else. She reminds me of somebody, but I can't remember... What won the Best Musical Tony Award this year? Oh, God. It was... Um, I can't believe you, of all people, don't know this. Yeah, you know, I've been very disappointed. I've been sort of... Well, yeah, I mean, the Tony Award. Oh, was this and the now, one? 
What? Was this Mulan? Mulan Rouge is yeah. correct. Fucking yeah. These bullshit. Which, yeah, which maybe. I mean, it was up against what? T- the Tina Turner musical and yeah. the Linus Salt Morris musical. Was yeah. that was, almost it, without. This was the year of. There was one nominee for Best Actor. It sh- uh, this year should have been pushed off. I'm sorry. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, this was. I also. Such I, a bad I also. I know why they did what they did. Just psychologically, I know yeah. why they did what they did. They got this season out of it, but they're not going to get much else. Yep. It was just without a full slate of nominees. It's really hard to judge. And listen, and I love that kid. What the fuck Aaron is Tveit. Aaron Tveit. He's a good fuck. He's really fucking good. He shows up on time. Yeah. He does his job. He's really yeah. talented. Yes, he, he is. He's beautiful. And he's, his voice? And I'm sure he smells nice. And I'm <laughs> sure he deserved that award. And really, the way his career was going, this was his award year. Yeah, it absolutely was. Next year, maybe. He's he's in the running. He, like he's one of the top guys now on Broadway. Yeah, uh, and, and he can play. He's almost like Hugh Jackman. Mm. Yeah, he like he could play across a, di- a different range of roles. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. surprised he. I don't. I don't. I don't fault him for it. I don't hold it against him. I, Although I'd love to hold something against him. It I won't don't. be the fact that he won the Tony Award <laughs> for that year. Beyond that, I, I it was a non-year for me. Next question. What was the most watched TV show on Netflix this past year? Was it Squid the Game? The Crown. Squid Game is correct. Oh, Squid Game. That was a big one. And I didn't watch it. It was a big one. I, 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 didn't I, watch I had no it interest in it whatsoever. I seen it. I'd like to watch it just to have watched it. But no. I know the whole premise is. Um, I'm just done with the whole premise of it. I'm just, there's got to be more premise than the premise of the show is to kill people. I need something more than that. <laughs> the whole message is that capitalism kills, and we've seen a hundred shows like yeah. that. And while it is true, we have seen a billion fucking shows. But it's all like it. its all about that. We've seen Hamlet a hundred thousand times. We've seen Macbeth. We've seen these stories over and over. They're the same stories. Sleeping Beauty. Uh, what's her name? The princess that she scrubs shit that she's a princess. Cinderella. Uh, we've seen this story in any form... Uh, what's the Cinderella, the classic Cinderella story? Julia Roberts, she's a hooker. Richard Pretty Gere. woman. Pretty You're woman. That's a person. Cinderella story. Oh, so, so we see this over in Spanish, and we see it over and over. So we see these stories over and over. It's about how you present it to me this time. This this idea intrigues me. We're going to play children's games, and the winner dies. But yeah. I never won the children's game. So I don't want to watch this fucking show. See, I'm gonna make it halfway through episode one. I'm gonna be the guy that dies in the demonstration. <laughs> I was sporty, and then I got tackled too hard sporty. one too many times. Sporty, can't do it There's anymore. There's not a chance in hell anybody in their life could ever call me sporty. <laughs> All the people I met, none of them thought. You know what? That's one sporty guy right there. Not <laughs> one sporty in August. The U.S. ended its longest war in its history when it withdrew its forces from what country? Afghanistan. Afghanistan yeah. is correct. And amen to him doing that. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> he won the 1984 Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts in ending apartheid in South Africa. And Desmond died. Tutu, yep. the Reverend Desmond. The Bishop Desmond Tutu. The Bishop Tutu. Desmond Tutu. Yep. God. God bless him. Would never have gone that. Good job. You know why? Because Desmond Tutu is the only, like, genuinely real, like, Catholic person. 
<laughs> like a hierarchy. Looked he was at like, the word and believed it. <laughs> I, I don't know, Desmond. There was something different about Desmond. It wasn't just the apartheid because that was his, but it was the gay thing too. It had a huge thing to do with my. I had. Tr- he was so alone with all of his peers in that opinion that he never gave up. Nope. And he never apologized for. And he maintained till the day he died. And uh, <clears throat> is there a higher Catholic clergyman in anywhere in history who has done that? And I say, in my knowledge, no. It is so much easier being a Jew. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, dude, you I have no idea. Fucking even, with, even with the 5,000-year fucking history, I you people get it no easy. I have no worries. Oh, I can be you have gay. no idea. My biggest sin is having a tattoo and eating pork. It is wild. <laughs> and I can suck as are, many dicks some, as I want. Some and I'm are, fine. Oh, no. no. Oh, my God. In March. March. That's my birthday month. Which author had some of his works withdrawn from publication for racist? Yes. Oh, Dr. my God. Seuss. The most ridiculous. Oh, she, uh, <sighs> I don't know. You're taking Dr. Seuss down, you cross a line. I'm sorry. Why? Because the contribution... They removed three of his books. They didn't. They removed when, three when of you, his books from publication. When you say they, who do you mean? The publishers of Dr. Seuss. It was... Those it, who control his estate. Exactly. They withdrew those from publication. Exactly. So it wasn't the publishers, it wasn't the bookstores, it right, wasn't but the it libraries. Was a, it was a private decision. It was right. It yeah. wasn't a government decision. Because right. everyone's exactly screaming, right. oh, it's censorship, it's exactly censorship. Right. No, it's not These censorship. These guys went in This was their decision. They right. owned they the property. Out. And good for them. Right? There's people who thought, oh, this is fucked that, that, you know, They have an opinion. This. Look, sometimes, from what I understand, trying to get rights for Neil Simon shit is out of control. <laughs> the price to try and get... Okay, oh, so yeah. the royalties are great. So that's what they're doing, and they want to protect that brand, and if that's what they feel they need to do it, yeah. then good for them. I Because that brand, to me, is sacred. Yes. Dr. Seuss is a sacred thing to me. And, I, and to if they think that the best way to protect it is to... Remove these three titles, then good for you. Good for them. Good yep. for them. I, I, I support you. I don't know what the titles are, and I don't know if I agree, but... It was three titles that I had never heard of. Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter. If, I, if, I'm, if they're not... It, it's, it, it has to be titles. protected. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brand that cannot be marred. Exactly. It's a brand. It's too important. That's what people it don't teaches, see. It teaches kids to read. It teaches kids to speak. Yep. And and it needs to be protected. The first books that I was read when I was young were my grandfather reading me the Sneetches. Like, <laughs> that's what I remember from when I was a little baby sitting on my grandpa's lap. Like, he read me the Sneetches, and it was phenomenal. And if he had read me some racist shit, I would have hated Dr. Seuss today. Like, but, uh, it wasn't racist. It was just wholesome stories. And if they want to take that out, good for them. Nobody's going to see some fucked up Patrick? shit. It's... They own the pro- they own the property. It's their decision. They can do whatever they, they want. Do whatever they want okay. with it. We're now moving on to celebrities saying stupid things. My okay. favorite. My favorite. Why I get out of bed? But this is a special edition, of course. It's the yeah. end of the year. End of the year. So, out of the ten people who were listed this past year, I basically have listed three of them who will be nominees for the first annual Head Up Your Ass Award. Oh, I love oh, giving out awards. Right? 
So I'm I'll, excited. I'm gonna give you the three nominees, okay. and I'll let you. Well, all three of them will vote on who we think deserves the first annual head up your ass. Uh, I love this. Anyway, our first nominee is Nicki Minaj. God, I remember this. Who tweeted? They want you to get vaccinated for oh, the gosh. Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. She then later tweeted, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it. Make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. All right, the first one, kind of dumb. Right, the first one is not the dumbest thing I've heard. It is do your research on the vaccines, wear your mask. I the thought second the first one, one was reasonable. The first one like was kind sane, of reasonable. Even. Shit was coming out about the vaccine. We didn't know what was what. Can I have some of them? The second one, in fucking sane. Truly a wild thing to say to people. Once you mention anything with the balls aside from I'm the sorry. obvious. <laughs> Anything negative with the ball, swelling, impact, anything like that with the balls. Ah. Here is my thing. Your, what was it? My friend's cousin, my cousin's friend, whatever it was, probably had testicular cancer. And that's what happens when you have testicular cancer. It was not the vaccine, my guy. It was not the vaccine, but but testicular cancer is a leap I'm not willing to take. It is very serious, but that sounds very similar to the things that happen when someone gets testicular cancer. Okay. And he's a medical profession. I have a family history of testicular cancer. So, so he knows. So I do know, you actually. Have too, too many small people. Ernie was a math teacher. He knows everything. <laughs> Our second nominee is Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. I don't like this. Who on World AIDS Day, December 1st, on a radio show, complained that public health experts like Dr. Fauci would try to create a state of fear to maintain control amid concerns over the Omicron variant. He went on to say, by the way, Dr. Fauci did the same thing with AIDS. He overhyped it. He created all kinds of fears saying it could infect the entire population when it couldn't. And he's doing, he's using this exact same playbook with COVID, ignoring therapy, pushing the vaccine. I have nothing to say. I need a minute. (laughs) It's not going to be enough time. Okay, just go. Go. Yeah. Please. The next one. And our third nominee is British radio host Mike Graham. He was interviewing a climate change activist named Cameron Ford. When he asked Ford what he did for a living, he replied that he was a carpenter. Thinking that he had a gotcha moment, Graham asked Ford, told Ford, that he was killing trees. Ford replied that he worked with timber because it's more sustainable than concrete, and it's renewable because you can grow trees. Graham replied, you can grow all sorts of things. Ford said, you can't grow concrete. Graham said, you can. Ford sat there for about six seconds or so, not knowing how to respond to Graham's statement, and then Graham ended the interview. All right, I think based solely <laughs> on me and Tommy's reaction, number two wins. Well, um, I got... <laughs> on, based solely on my visceral anger and well, disgust, yeah. I am voting number two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand you. I have... I, I feel you, I see you, I, I, I am you. I get you. Yes. I understand. I totally get you. However, number three is a good contender. Well, it, what is the what is the 
what is the gift? What, what what are the boundaries? What what are the how are we judging them? Stupidest moments said by celebrities? Dumbest motherfucker. Of the three, of the three states, of the three states, of the three people that you heard, who is the which stupidest? One, which one really has their head up their ass? Wow. Who is the dumbest motherfucker of these three motherfuckers? All right, so review them with me. Who's the first one? Nicki first Minaj. one was Nicki Minaj and the whole you uh, can't blame Nicki Minaj for anything. Bullshit. No, that's okay. She's, she's supposed stupid, to be dumb. She's, yeah, yeah I matter. love Nicki Minaj's nothing, music. Yeah, she's nothing good. Nicki she's Nicki whatever. Okay, good. Number two was the whole uh, Omicron is AIDS. Oh yeah, and who was that? Who was that? The third that one a, said, wait, wait, "Hold on, who 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 spread that information?" The that was Senator one. Ron Johnson. Senator. Uh, uh, fully. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got so angry. I forgot who it was. It was a senator who said this. Yes, uh, uh, currently serving the United States Senate. Yep, from and the state of Wisconsin. I'm sorry, this from was when the December state of what? Wisconsin. What? It was when this year. This? this year, December. It's eight, New Year's December. Eve, bitch. You're the so baby in the diaper. How do you not know that? Fucking month. Because I got so angry, I blacked out. And number three was... Was just a dude doing an interview saying, you can't grow concrete, and then it turns out you can't grow you, concrete. You can't grow concrete. Okay, you yeah. You can do that. Um, it is number two for me, and I will fight to the death on that. And what's your vote, Thomas? I have to say, it's, it's hard to argue the stupidity of a United States senator. Like, should you not expect more from a United States senator? No. Me, I should no, expect... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about... Like, that whole... Intelligence has nothing to do with being in government. But it should. I should it expect should. the most <laughs> from my senator... Senator, I should expect the senator, my senator should be the best and brightest. The senator, the senator represents the state. And usually they're like dead on. And he should be the best they and brightest exactly from the my state. They deserve. Yeah, that's not what always happens. So Thomas, who are you voting for? For who? Of the three. Okay, of the three? three? I have... Everything in me goes toward number two because it's just so offensive in so many ways. Then we shall go at number two. Yes. Senator Ron Johnson. It's just Congratulations, Senator Johnson. You're the winner of the first annual Head Up Your Ass Award. I expect to be here for every vote. You are welcome to come on on our show anytime to make your acceptance speech. Oh, my God. Please come. If only. Please come. It would be phenomenal. I would love that. No, I would would seriously. I would gush like a schoolgirl. We now move on to our next segment. Five Faves. Five. And this was an easy one, I thought. Okay. Today you are to name your five favorite things about this past year. Okay. You thought it was easy. It was Tell It was so have. open-ended Tell, no, you it, gave, that it was difficult. You gave me the best one. I gave you two of mine. You gave me the best one. One um, of them might have been the best one. And here's the thing. Yes, it should have been the easiest. But so much fucking shit happened this Between year. Between that and this. It was wild. All right, so I have mine. He has it written down on his phone. I do. I have mine. Because I he's have 30 my homework written so down. Tell us what your five are. We're too tired and to go search on Mine Google. is in no particular order. Okay. okay. Stop genuinely. with the disclaimers and go. No, because I don't want you to think I'm going five, four, three, two, one. Go no ahead. Particular Nobody order. knows we're drunk as fuck. I am sh- quite schlocked. Number one is I personally, this is five favorite things. Oh my God. What is the category? I hate him now. Your five favorite things about this past year. Okay. If you I do not say recall the next 30 that, words. So that could be on my desk. I'm going to cut your throat with a dull butter knife. Thomas, I was apologizing. 
It could just be that I'm deaf. You have 17 um, left. So, five is, um, I got a new job. I got, no, I personally got out thing. of a very toxic work environment. And that I got into a much better work environment, which is not the best. However, I do not feel like my bosses are out to get me. I am very happy in the work environment that I am in. I am happy and thrilled for you. As a personal thing, that you should experience such yes. release and relaxation and the ability to be at work. Yes, I That's like for you. my job. I enjoy my job. I'm happy to be in the field that I am, and I do not. Do you feel like you're like you're contributing? Um, to society, yeah. I, I do feel, feel like, well, I feel like I what do else, good work. What, what else could a libtard ask for? Exactly. Excellent. So All right, okay. my next one, I performed on stage. 2021, I performed on stage. Okay. I got to sing, dance, act on stage, which I have not gotten the opportunity to do since, what, 2018, 2019. It is absolutely insane that I got to do that. Yep. And I am absolutely thrilled. I almost wept on my opening night because it is not something that I have been able to do. It's such a fig. Yeah, I'm a... When it comes going, to that, I'm getting old here. I like my keys in my car. Um, I got fucking vaccinated for COVID nineteen three times this fucking year. Yep, right. I did it. I fucking did it three times this year. You don't get a reward for that. I'm happy I don't. For you. I don't need a reward. But, but but you don't get nothing special. That's just what you're expected to do. It like is. kids come up to me and say, "Hey, I, li- I know all my lines for scene one." You Bitch, should what? know that. That's but your job. You don't get a sticker for that. I was also a very early vax. I got vaxxed in January because I'm healthcare. And it was fucking rough because they fucking did. Fucking rough, like a straight man <laughs> said. Yes, they did not know their shit yet. And right. I got what too much. What else you got? What else you got? Uh, Joe, Mr. Byron, got into office. Okay, we you like Biden. We kicked Trump out of the fucking office. Yeah, I like that Which one. is one of the most important things this year. That's a good one. A shitload of nations introduced LGBT. Uh, legislation this year. Okay. Switzerland said yes to same-sex marriage. We love Switzerland. Canada, this is, in my opinion, the the most important one, Canada uh, banned conversion therapy. Well, it's just an awful thing. Yes, and Botswana upheld uh, legislation decriminalizing uh, homosexuality. Good for Botswana. It's got to be the first on the continent. Patrick, go. No, I was going to ask you, if you wait, you, that's all your five? He had like um, seven. No, I only had four. What was my fifth one? I can't remember. Tommy, go. I'll remember. Yes, Thomas, what are your five favorite things about 2021? Trump is out. That's good. Yes. Yep. That's it. That's that's it? That's my five. You have nothing else? I, it's actually my first, like, 25. No, that <laughs> Trump was Trump is out. That's like five. Yeah. So you want me to go into my five? Then? I really one do. Moment, I apologize. I said I only had four. I did have five. What was your fifth one? It was okay. So one was new job. Two performed on stage. Three vaccinated. Four Joe. Five LGBT worldwide. It was. I told you. So I did have. Okay. So Tommy was right. I was wrong. Me. Anyway, on my list, in no particular order. One I have, of course, is getting vaccinated. Yep. Especially after I came down with COVID after I got vaccinated. So I thank you for probably saving my life. Let yeah, me fucking sense. tell you, right? as somebody who lives with Patrick and works in a high contagion field, when Patrick caught it uh, and it was not for me, I almost wept. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. 
It was my biggest fear before any of us were vaccinated was bringing it home because I was still going out and working. Well, you had to work, bitch. My biggest fear. You know she's going to put you on the curb unless you meet that Toba. It, I, it would have, if it came down to me not working, I don't think I would have been on the street. But me working made a big difference when COVID was big. Yep. Next on my list was celebrating my 10th wedding anniversary and my 20th year of being with Steven. Well, that's just special. Right? Also yes, it was. We had a great... Very heartwarming. We had our... We went for, away for a second honeymoon up to P-Town where we had our first honeymoon. I remember that. And yeah. I received two phenomenal shirts. Yes, he did. You got gifts? <laughs> yes, he got gifts. We had he to get does. gifts for the child. Well, I lived here. Right? And he took care of the I child. I watched the dog. I'm a stepfather. Steven's a stepmother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen is so totally a stepmother. Right. Stephen is mother. Patrick is father. Nothing changed. <laughs> Next on my list was seeing supporters of fascism go to jail. Yes, not enough. And right. I look forward to seeing the, all the big he- uh, heads of that yeah, yeah. Uh, go to jail in the coming year. Higher yes. up, higher up, or at least being charged with crimes because they f- all deserve it. What can you say in a fascist trial that you can also say while you're having sex? I don't know what. Higher up. Higher up. Go higher. Go higher. No, my left. <laughs> Sorry. Next on my list was making a movie. You made a movie? I made yes. a movie this what year. What movie did you I make? I can't believe I forgot you made a fucking film this well, year. Well, what it, what it was, it was I had this whole Bloomsday project I've been doing for the past two years. Yeah, which I never really understood. Right. To explain... Bloomsday is based <laughs> off of um, the novel. It's a celebration of the novel Ulysses, yes. which takes place on June sixteenth. So every year, literary fans all over the world celebrate Ulysses. Now, yes, hold on a which second. is a novel by James Joyce, who is a well-known absurdist writer. Well, Irish. I wouldn't say absurdist, but you would, could say I could Irish. categorize Irish. absurdist. Well, yes, he is Irish, definitely. He's Irish. Irish. I would. I could. He writes from an Irish perspective. Well, totally. But I, I feel like you could categorize him as absurdist. No, I wouldn't say absurdist. No. Based by today's standards. No. 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 I'd say he's a, he's a literary modernist. Really, he ain't having some. Oh my God. Okay, I could see modernist. Could we cut that hair yeah. any thinner? But anyway, no, so. No, that's gonna stay in. So the first year of doing this Bloomsday project, we did uh, the Facebook uh, readings yeah, live on the air Facebook all live. day long. So the second year, I thought I wanted to do something different. I wanted, I wanted to do like a videotape of different women reading the final chapter of Ulysses, which is called Penelope. And it's a total stream of consciousness of this one character, Molly Bloom. And so How I thought I was not Penelope. It's <laughs> because it's a fucking name, you asshole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Penelope. Nobody would name their child Penelope. So anyway, I went to Eastline Theater about uh, doing this, and they came up with the idea, Danny Higgins specifically, about doing a film of this instead. Yeah, which was... So basically then we gathered five actresses, and we went up to this beach up on the North Shore, and we filmed this movie, and yeah, we made a movie. Hmm. If anyone's interested in seeing it, it's called Penelope, the fa- the faces of Molly Bloom. Um, is it on you? It's on YouTube. YouTube? It's, no, it's on, I don't know if it's on Eastline YouTube, but it's definitely on YouTube. Okay, you yeah, you can check it out on YouTube. Yes, I've, it took me a few times to get through it. 
It's dense. It's and about 20 minutes long. Yeah, no, and me saying long. it took a few times is not because, like, it's bad. You have to, like, Ulysses to get through it. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's total stream of consciousness. You may have yeah. no idea what the car- what the women are talking about during their each of their oh, sections. Yeah. It is a phenomenal film with the, the imagery, so there's some great imagery cast. in it, thanks to Danny Higgins. It what beach? Beautiful imagery. Oh, what beach? It was up on the North Shore, and I cannot remember beach. the name of it now. I know you wanted one specific. It, King, never, it was a Kings it Park Bluff. It was King. I think it was Kings King Park Park Bluff. Bluff. Yeah. Um, the Atkinson Atkinson sisters were in it. And yes, I saw both of their parts. And yes, and Christina uh, Christina O'Shea. Christina O'Shea was wonderful. And um, who was the old uh, woman? Tara Shaw. Tara was in it. Yes. And, oh my God! I'm totally blinking black. Alex. Alex. Alex Black. black. Yes. We love Alex Black. Yes, they were all in it. That was it a lot was... of fun. With I never envisioned making a movie, and now that I did it, I really enjoyed the experience. It, it was a great like experience to do something love like that. To be involved with the movie with you, it was genuinely. It looked like it was so much fun. Having seen a lot of the behind-the-scenes footage, just living here. And sitting in the room while it was watched, it looks like it was a lot of fun. And I would definitely recommend watching it. Yep. It's very dense, but also you have these gorgeous visuals to look at while it happens. You're not just looking at people's faces reading from a book. Oh my god, people's faces are so gross. Right? Watching someone read is so fucking boring. It's so gross. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it this way. I thought it would make it a little bit more interesting to people. Yeah, you get to watch people do other things. Share that fluid. No, no, it's gone. And for my last of my five phase, the last it's been one was three hours was creating this podcast. Oh, look That's at you being so adorable! Well, I love making this. This has been so much fun. Is think. this still fun for you? Yes, it is. Is it really? It's, it's a lot so, of work, but it's, I, it's a lot of fun to me. It's going the way you want it to. Yes, it is. All right. Definitely, it's going the way we wanted to. Good for us. I'm very, very happy. Good yeah, yeah. Everyone involved. So that concludes our five faves. At this time, being as the end of the year, I want to give a number of thanks to a number of people. First, I want to thank my husband and our producer, Stephen Prendergast. He's so adorable. Who made all this possible by having faith in me and my crazy idea of doing this podcast. That's crazy. Thank God for Stephen. Stephen makes everything possible for me, which I can never thank him enough for. I also want to thank Sheila Barksdale. I love Sheila. Who gave me the who who basically inspired the idea for this podcast in the first place. Is that the truth? Yes, it is. And she won't come on. Nope, she will not come on. She will come on. But we are hoping that in the next year that she will submit this whole thing started because Sheila always had questions for me about my posts on Facebook and she would like, What does this mean? What were you talking about here? So, and so that became be the idea for the podcast. We were going to call it Sheila yeah. Has a Question. And I yes. still love that idea. Yes. Right? I don't understand why we're 400 episodes well, because in. Well, because, because next year we're going to bring it in. We'll just have a writ, uh, submit a written question to us, and we'll handle it that way. And hopefully we can build her up to the point where she'll actually appear, where we can record her asking the Wait, question. Wait, she won't appear? No. Explain this to me. I'm sorry. Uh, I know I I'm interrupting your, your, your mojo. All right, so it's my thing. I didn't want to appear on the podcast, right? I have anxiety about hearing my voice in public. I have anxiety about my voice appearing in public. Get two whiskeys in me. It's a different thing. It takes different things for different people to want to appear on the podcast. At the beginning of this podcast... What do you think the podcast is? If 
if Patrick invited me to be the first guest like Stephen was, I would have said, go fuck yourself. I'm moving out. Okay, Patrick. I think we have to move ahead. Yes. Sheila, come ask a fucking question. Go ahead. Shh. I know. I do it all the time. Yeah. He thinks I do it on purpose. Yeah, I just shut up. I also want to give thanks to Diana Gianturco, aka the Happy Lawyer. I love that bitch. Who well be conceived of the name of the podcast when I first came up with the idea. No, she didn't. Well, I had thought of grumpy old gay men. She had thought of adding and their dogs. Oh, because she find the demographic. And I'm glad I did add it because it gave me a chance to talk about Abigail and to expand our audience to include dog lovers like you and me. Dog loving game men. Yep. So thank you, Diana. I love that. She's so crazy. God, that bitch is crazy. <coughs> I love her. We also want to thank all our guests, John Steele and John Steele. Ernie Wolfgang Reese. I, I haven't recovered. And our youthful ward, Bryce. I've the youthful ward. The youthful ward. Yes, I'm we here. Have, we have had them on our show not only because they're our friends, but because we knew they would be good guests. And they were. And we want to thank all our friends and families for their support and encouragement. Both of you. Second to last, I want to thank our growing number of friends, fans, and followers from here on Long Island to all over the world, including India, the UK, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Brazil, Germany, Ireland, Russia, South Korea, Indonesia, Israel, Libya, Netherlands, the Philippines, Spain, and Sweden. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yes. Is that where you have downloads from? Yes, we do. All those yeah, places. That's all where those we places. Have from. That where hold on. Does the sun ever set on the on the gay nasty men and their dogs dot com, sun like no, it goes around the world. Like if the sun's always shining somewhere. They're on, on the, six continents. That's pretty amazing. Yes, Ain't nobody done that since the fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, right there. Like right. I said, the we never, never imagined that we, old gay men. right? We never imagined that we would have such a wide range of fans, or that we would last this long. So we thank our fans very, very much. We hope you're. We keep you entertained and informed in these turbulent times. It's turbulent. Yep. There's lots of shit going on. Yes, there is. And it's too much. Patrick, Lastly, isn't it too much? Yes, it's too much. Like, for real now. Yes. It's too much. Yes. Like, people have to stop being dicks. Yes. Agreed. It's too much. It's all too much. It is. It's right, Bryce, from the younger generation? It is. People fucking hate too much. It's too much. All right, I'm sorry, now, Patrick. Oh, wait. Oh, we have more. Let Patrick close it off. Thank you. Patrick, lead us out. Lastly. Oh, finally. With much resistance right now, I want to thank my partner <laughs> in crime, Tommy Gibbons, the oh, fucking biggest goddamn Why would you thank ass. me? Because when I approached you back with this idea back in July, you said yes, no problem, without any hesitation. Why would I hesitate? And every week, Tommy shows up here with a bottle of wine, and he breaks bread with us, and he sits in here and shoots a shit about whatever we feel like talking about, and I love him for doing that. I... Are you kidding? <coughs> this is my, like, social life. <laughs> I'm you, sorry to hear that. You are who I see and where I go. Like, every Tuesday night, I'm going to go... Okay, so, so my best gay friends, the gay A couple, invite me to their house... Every every week, to have a meal, they're gonna get me high. They're gonna let me drink. They're gonna have a bourbon. I'm a drink with the youthful ward. Exactly. Why would I not show up? 
And we're gonna and I'm gonna get to piss you off two three times? Shit, I'm in. I don't need to thank me, but thank you. Because it's it's fun. It's a fucking blast. It's a blast. Good, I'm glad you're And I don't have right. I don't have to worry about I can complain. Where's my email address? Why can't I lo- put pictures on my door? Why I can complain. I ain't gotta worry about shit. I love this. Oh, there it is. Okay. I would like to thank you both for having me on the podcast. That is my big twenty twenty one thank you of the year. Thank you for having me here. I love you. Aim higher. <laughs> Fuck you, Tommy. <laughs> I supported this thought from the beginning. Yes, he did. Oh my god! In fact, there. as a Christmas present, Bryce got us the brand new microphone stand that we have different? been using for this podcast. Could you hear yes. me chew? Because I ate a bunch of fucking cookies. I'm I sure fucking hope not. Oh, More talk, less salad. Oh, that's not fair. Sometimes I get hungry later. That than the was rest of the you. review that I left, and I, I will live and die by it. Uh, can we? Uh, can we? Can we add a plea for reviews? I don't think we have to. We've um, done it enough. Yeah, you can hear our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, be that Google Play, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Oh my God, he's, he's See, like... He can do it. The fuck do I need to do for uh, right? If exactly. you listen on Stitcher, you can do that. I don't know if we're on Stitcher yet, but yes, if we you are. like that, we're on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you catch your podcasts, your favorite podcatcher, listen to us. Um, and we're also on Facebook. We are on Facebook. And Twitter. We have Dude, our Twitter. What is his credit? We're soon we to have, our, have our own Instagram. And we have yes. our website. That mm-hmm. is grumpyoldgamingandtheirdogs.com. This podcast means so much to me. I love podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for the past five years. And this is the first one I've ever had input on. So good. if this is the first podcatcher you've caught me on... Give it another listen. Give some podcasts a listen. Thank you for that endorsement. You're welcome. We want to wish everyone a happy new year for 2022. Most of you. We know that this year has been a tough one for everyone. Most of you. And we hope that our crappy little podcast helped lighten your load and made you laugh. Probably not. Fuck you. It's very funny. We are now beginning our third year of Virus Palooza, as I refer to it. Could you stand it? And I know that many of us are growing despondent and frustrated and angry. Just remember you're not in this alone, that we know what you're going through. And if we can make you smile or laugh, then that's a small victory for all of us. Because we all need to keep smiling and laughing, especially in the face of adversity. Absolutely. Adversity. I never liked that bitch. Bye, bitches. Happy New Year. Have a happy New Year. We'll see you next year, next week. Be good to yourself.